You are listening to Damascus Crossroads. From Central Kentucky, welcome to Damascus Crossroads, a podcast for those who are seeking healing from addiction. Your host, Tim Altman, will be having real conversations about how the power of Jesus Christ can break the chains of addiction and deliver anyone from this bondage. If you are at the crossroads of your life between continuing a life of affliction from addiction or living a life of freedom, you've come to the right place. May today's message be your Damascus moment and open your eyes to renewal. This is your host, Tim Altman, with the Damascus Crossroads podcast. Um, today, I'd like to tell you a story about what happened here close to home. Young lady and her boyfriend had um, had finished the, the, the drug correction course, you know, and um, we're trying to get, I don't know for sure the girl was trying to get back custody of every kid, kids, my bad, plural, and um, I was from what I heard, she had she had tried and you know white knuckled it. She had she had been through. She was doing good. Um, she actually went to court that day and had got custody of her kids back. I'm not sure about the boyfriend if he went through. I think he was. From what I heard, he was he was getting help too. And um, um, you know they got kids. They you know the judge let them have custody back of the kids. Well, that same same night, from from the way I understood it, um. They went out, got a motel room, and um, they actually did some fentanyl, heroin, and um, he died. Um, she didn't at the time. She went to her, I guess she panicked or whatever. I don't know what happened. Sometimes you know when you're on drugs like I was. You know, I know how it is. Sometimes you don't think straight. And uh, she went home and, and did some more and uh, ended up dying too. So that was two people that um, were clean and... Um, they didn't make it, y'all. And this ain't, you know, the names don't matter. What town it is don't don't matter. It's it's every it's every town every day, every addict. Um, like I said, it's it's every town every day. Um, every every one of us. It's it could be me. It could be you out there. If you, if you were an addict or you are an addict, um, you know, when I was an addict, I I wouldn't care if you know I. I heard about how after you know her boyfriend died, she had left the motel and went back home and 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 ended up killing herself. And I and I first thing I thought was, how can anybody you know after seeing? Then I got to thinking. I said that's just about what I would do back in the day, you know. Um, and I know, I know what happened. I, I know it. Um, they tried to do it without Jesus. Um, I'm just telling you because because I've been there and I I tried to quit without Jesus, and I actually white knuckled it and got custody of my son on a hair test. Um, which I was at the time, I wasn't an addict like I was like at the end. Um, when I was older, I was, I was a weekend warrior. Um, but I still, you know, I did cocaine on the weekend, stuff like that. But I, I quit for like two and a half years, three years. And then I pretty much quit when my son was with me too. So I didn't get hit with a hair test, but I was just made it up on alcohol. I drank three times as much. Um, but anyways, um, and, and I, and I know what they, they, they probably white knuckled it. They, they quit. I think they quit because. 
Um, when they got a hold of this new hair, this heroin and stuff, they're probably used to doing large amounts. And um, you know, like back when they was hooked on it, and, and they, now their bodies are cleaned up, and they're and they they they're not used to it. Um, it don't take but a little bit to kill you now, and that's what gets people. That's what I've been seeing um with friends and and close people I know that are OD and uh, they, what they're doing is, is they're going through these long stages of quitting, white knuckling it. And I white knuckled it, but I, you know, I was on meth. Um, and if I did the amounts of meth that I uh, used to do, you know, like uh, if I did them now, it, it'd probably blow my heart out of my chest. You know, I was doing such massive amounts and, uh, and I, I mean, I'd go to bed on them. I mean, the amounts like I was doing like right now would give me um, probably a heart attack. Uh, and that's what's happening to people. They, they, I mean, God bless her. She quit. Um, she just made one mistake. She didn't meet my best friend, Jesus. Um, and I white knuckled it like they did. And that's all you think about the whole time you're white knuckling it is when you can get back to your best friend and that best friend is meth or heroin or in some people even alcohol. And you're just in the back of your mind, you're, you're, you know, she loved her kids, man. Um, you know, and you know, she just probably, she probably had the devil tell her, and the devil's probably in the back of her mind, just like he, he is, wasn't in my mind all the time back then before Jesus kicked him out, saying, um, you know, everything's going to be all right. You know, just we'll white knuckle it through this. We, we get the kids back. We're going to go out just one time. We're just going to go back one time and, 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 and do something, you know, just to get that feeling again. And then we're going to straighten back out again. Just a little, just because you deserve it. That's what the devil always told me when I quit for a long time. You deserve it. A little bit. You deserve, man. Uh, every time he'd get me with it and and he'd say well you quit for uh 40 days you know what you worried about doing a little now um you know that voice would be telling me that and and i know it did her and um man it's a heartbreaker you know um just it's terrible you know and i i don't think it was a like a hot batch where it was uh anything different than what they had probably been doing, um, you know, a year before, before they went to um, drug court and got through that. Their bodies were just used to it, um, The you know. And then they had cleaned up. That's what shows me they, they had cleaned up and, and were on the straight and narrow. And um, y'all, y'all, if you can hear me out there, this, please listen to me. Jesus is the way. I've tried to quit it. I've been there. I've, I've been in the wars. I've been, I've been in the, what you call it, madness. I call it stupidity. Um, yeah, maybe it is madness, but it's, it's more stupidity, if anything. And you will go mad and insane. You keep doing it and you end up dead. But I, I'm telling you right now, Jesus, Jesus, it's five letters. J-E-S-U-S spells Jesus. Please. He's the one who can cure you. I'm tired of hearing about people dying. How they, you know, they got their kids back, their lives back. You know, she was she was doing good. She was healthy, you know, and that devil comes along and he goes fishing. He casts that old lure out and he said he cast it out there and he says, you know, he's got some heroin on it one time. And that's all he wants you to do it. It's all he don't he don't tell you to go back doing it. He just says one time. Man, you know how many times I got back on dope with one time? That's why, you know. Oh, man. Look, y'all, when I do this podcast and, and I tell you zero tolerance. Um, zero, don't let the devil in your head. Just kick him out. Stand strong. He says one time, you say no times. Um, man, we gotta, we gotta stop it. We gotta stand up, you know. Um, now you got kids out there, their, their mom's dead. Um, it's terrible. Um, they don't have a mom. Um, and their mom loved them. I mean, if the mom didn't love them, she wouldn't have cleaned up for a year and turned her life around. 
but I know exactly because I'd done it. I was in her shoes before. Um, you know, I quit going. I quit doing. You know, I quit weekend warrior cocaine. You know, on weekends for for three years to get custody of my kid. And and you know, by the time I got custody of him, I really you know I knew she was going to try to hit me back with a hair test, so I just quit pretty much doing drugs till my son got you know in high school and got older. And then I, then I, and then I, then I did the same thing she did. I patted myself on the back. You know, I'd been clean of drugs, you know, for years, and um, I had, I had patted myself on the back, and I said, man, it's time for me to go, go back to my best friend. You know, speed, methamphetamines. Um, and that's what I did. So I, you know, I said it's time to reward myself. I, I quit for this long. You know, um, I'll be fine. I'm just gonna. I'm going to do it just one time, and yeah, maybe every once in a while the devil told me we'll do it. It's funny how you get on drugs, and, and it ain't even you talking. It, it, it In the back of your mind, it just like, you know, this summer when I seen that six-pack of beer after floating the river on Current River, Missouri, had you know, off drugs for, you know, six, seven months, no drinking, and, and there's that devil just saying, sit down by the creek and by the Current River there and drink a six-pack. You know, it'll be all right. Nobody will know. He's always talking smack. That's what he does. He's He's... he's he just talks smack. He's a he lies, he manipulates, he he makes deals with you. I, you know, everybody says, "Oh, that ain't true." The deal, man. He talks to everybody. That, that's why people are are killing themselves. That's why they're that's why they're you know they they're risking their lives. The man, I risk my life's doing drugs. I risk my freedom. I could have been in state prison right now. Um, you know, that's another thing. Um, you know. These rats out there and snitches, big-time drug snitches, what they're doing is they're, a lot of times they're actually going back and setting up their 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 buy their their, their, their the addicts because the, these people getting busted ain't going to set up the big drug dealers. So what they do is they actually they won't do a wiretap. They will actually do written affidavits of buying drugs. They'll act like they bought drugs off the people they're selling them to and set them up. Um, and believe me, I know this for a fact because it almost happened to me. Um, that's what they do. Um, they won't wear a wire. They'll they'll go behind your back. They'll they'll sign affidavits on you, and um and try to get you arrested. Um, so you know we're gonna talk about Casey Law out there. And um, if you got a loved one involved with drugs, you're gonna have to Casey Law. I'm just gonna give you quick statistics on the Casey Law. There was over 1,200 deaths. Um, this is just drug related overdoses. Uh, and, and there's only 108 Casey Laws. Um. There should have been over 1,200 Casey Laws. Okay, out of them 1,200 people, I guarantee 800 of them people had family members that were worried about life or death situations with them and wouldn't Casey Law. Um, I, 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 have it, I have it written right now that if my wife even suspects that I'm on drugs, I want to be Casey Law. I don't care if she makes a mistake and, and she Casey Laws me in front of the judge and uh, the judge orders me to take a hair test or, or blood test and, and sample and, and, you know, it costs us 300 bucks, let's say. And let's say my wife's wrong. I don't care. I, I told her that. I said, if you think I'm doing dope, I'd rather you Casey Law me and be a mistake. We'll spend three hundred dollars going through the court costs and, and going through the drug test. You know, I don't want to end back up on drugs. I do not want to do that. Um, I'm not gonna let the devil drag me down there again. I, and not only that, I've stood up for Jesus, and I can't let Jesus down. If I let Jesus down, I'm gonna. I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna burn in the lowest pits of hell if I ever go back to doing dope. And and I know that. Um. You know, I mean, because I've stood up and I've told people that Jesus is the reason, and there ain't no way. I mean, if my wife even suspects me, I want to be Casey Law. And if y'all are serious about quitting drugs out there and you're out right now, you tell your loved one right now that they suspect you of doing drugs, that you want to be Casey Law, put it in writing, have it have it, uh, a signed witness, um, somebody that ain't family. 
have a notary of the public and stamp it. Um, it's perfect to take to a judge. Um, you know, have a, I think it's a $200 filing fee. You have that, you know, on the check blank. You know, have that ready to go, staple to it. Down to your county clerk, your, your, your wife goes, or if your wife's a drug addict and you're the husband, then down to the courthouse you go. Or, or if your mom is, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm tired of it. Okay, and another thing, I'm tired of these kids. They're, 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 the kids are being the ones being hurt by our drug use and, and our stupidity. And I'm tired of it. And, you know, these mothers are, are doing dope while they're pregnant and, 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 and their kids are coming out addicts. Enough, enough. I'm tired of the devil whooping up on us and just destroying us over this, killing us. There ain't no drugstore that ends happy, y'all. I mean, I'm pretty emotional on this one, y'all. Um, Ain't no drug story ends. They all end. Man, I, here's how they start out. Everything's going great, you know. Um, uh, You know, I got a good family. Everybody loves me. Got a good job. You know, everything's great. Um, You know, I may drink a little. That's how it starts out. Uh, well, then I got in a car wreck and I do some pain pills and, um, next thing you know, it got more and more Then I got on heroin, you know, uh, everything, you know, pretty soon, um, and I'm in jail, everything's destroyed. My family's taken away. I OD'd, I died four times and come back to life. Um, my, my, my health has been destroyed. Um, you know, I'm one step away from burning in eternity. Y'all, I'm telling you right now. You're going down. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you a little story. I took my mom to the doctor, and she's stubborn as I can get. She's about as stubborn as I was when I was on drugs. And the doctor, he's trying to be nice. She had stents put in her heart, and you got to take this medicine or else the, your body will reject the stents. Now, my mom, she's stubborn. She thinks she knows more about medicine than, than any doctor knows, and she thinks they're all trying to make money. So the doctor's trying to be nice to her, and he said, um, ma'am, he said, you got to do this and this, and super nice heart doctor, ma'am. Um, Dr. Chowder, if y'all need stents put in your heart, he's, I'd recommend him up in Louisville. But uh, he's trying to be nice. I said, look, stop. I said, man, I love you, dude, but you're going to have to talk straight to my mom. And uh, he said, what do you mean? I said, tell her the truth. Tell her what you told me. And he's like, he said, you go ahead. I said, mom, here's what he told me. If you, keep, if you don't do the medicine after these stents that he put in your heart, you're going to die. Plain and simple. We're, we're not gonna we're not gonna sugarcoat it for you. We're not trying to be nice. And and, and y'all, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. And I'm not gonna be. If you die, if you go back to doing dope after you quit, especially heroin and fentanyl, I've been seeing people die. Um, and it's not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. You might be going. You're probably going down south for eternity. Um, you know, if that's being mean, I'm sorry. I got to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I, I'd rather be truthful with you right now. You still have a chance. You're still breathing. Um. And I want to talk about, you know, the, the kids are always, and you get two people going into court, you know, like me and my ex. You know, my ex was, um, she was a heavy user. I was a weekend warrior. Well, the finger pointing started when we went into court to get custody of my son. Uh, she said I was a out-of-control drug addict, and, of course, you know, she was actually, I mean, she was addicted pretty bad, Um, about, you know, about like I got the second time around, where I, had, you know, I'd kept a job for 10, 15 years. My wife was a school teacher. But again, here I am bragging, saying I'm a higher class addict, which ain't no truth. So, you know, I finally just, I finally, the attorney did my turn, didn't want me to do it. I finally stood up in court and um, I come up with a plan. I said, I'm just going to quit doing drugs. I'll just drink extra heavy. You know, I'll, I'll fit my demon with alcohol and tobacco, legal stuff, you know, uh, extra tobacco, extra alcohol. I slugged down. I white knuckled it for three and a half years, you know, four years, even more than that, really, because I was scared on a comeback on the hair test. So, um, anyways, I just my lawyer wouldn't even do it. She wouldn't even ask for a hair test back then. And a hair test can be cheated now. Back then, they could not be. Um, it's still hard to cheat a hair test. Um, 
So I got up, asked for a hair test. The judge, like, he liked it. He smiled. He said, I'm good with that. You both go get a hair test. And um, Max came back with her attorney, and they and they dropped the custody cases. Um, you know, and because, um, you know, when you're trying to raise a family and you're fighting over, you know, who's primary custody and, and you're spending thousands of dollars a month and she had a free attorney, I just couldn't afford it anymore. Um, and and, I, and I'm going to, you know, back weekend warrior in it, you know, I definitely, my family come back, even as a weekend warrior. I, I enjoyed that as a weekend warrior. Um, but, you know, I, I and it was a pride thing too. I, I didn't like her saying I was a strung out drug addict, even though she was probably correct in a way that I, I was on my way to becoming one for sure. In which case, I fulfilled her um, expectations. I mean, when my son was probably 16 or 17, you know, I figured he was, you know, I about took him all the way through high school. It's time for me to pat myself on the back. Like this young lady was giving herself a little pat on the back. And that's what happens when you try to quit doing drugs without Jesus. Because what you're doing is you're quitting drugs with your willpower. Your willpower is nothing. It. I am a strong-willed person. I mean, I have quit tobacco with Jesus' help here. I have quit tobacco. I did quit tobacco without Jesus' help. I actually started methamphetamines, and it, I got me off nicotine, and I haven't went back. Um, but I, alcohol, um, cocaine, um, meth, um, I'm a strong-willed person, but my will is nothing in compared to the devil's strategies, his, his trickiness. Um, his manipulation, his lies, your willpower is nothing. You cannot white knuckle the devil. Uh, if you try it, you will fight him every day. It'll be a miserable battle. With Jesus Christ, he stomps the devil. He puts the hammer down on him. Um, Y'all, uh, I mean, Jesus, it's it just, I don't know how to explain it. You know, sometimes I, I start to get dizzy almost because, like, I got friends and I try to talk to them and, and, Man, I just can't get through. Kind of, I guess, like back when I was, um, you know. And then I got to say, man, I was just like them. You know, I was just, I was in their shoes. I mean, I, when I tried to white knuckle it, I knew I wasn't. I knew I was going to go back. I mean, I knew, 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 knew. When I white knuckled it, when I didn't take Jesus with me, I always knew I was going to have to go back and have that demon hang out with me. I, I mean, I always thought that I'd, I'd take that demon back. And I know y'all know what I'm talking about out there in addiction. You're always going to get control of it again. You're going to remember them the first high you ever had, how great it was. That's what the devil wants to keep repeating in, 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 in inside your mind is that great high you got the first time. And and back when you first started doing it and you had that demon on a leash and it and um, it actually like you did your heroin or you did your meth and you actually went out, you did stuff, you, you were able to function in society. Um, the devil doesn't remind you of what, what it took you to where you were laying around puking up all over the place uh s scratching your face with your nails and picking at it and um uh, you went from 200 pounds down to a buck 25 you know um smelling teeth falling out you know, that's one thing uh, about me my, my teeth never fell out because um I always everybody laughed at me I always carried a toothbrush around and I mean I'd brush my teeth like it was like a habit and then flossing same thing flossing, brushing, every every line, you know. So anyways, I still got my teeth, you know. One of the weird few methods around to have, have teeth, you know. Um, plus, I always ate, you know. I got to the point where I, I couldn't even eat without doing meth. And I'd laugh at people when I when I first started doing meth. I had, you know, friends that did, and they said, man, I got to go do a big line before I eat. And I'd laugh, uh, or I got to go to bed. I need to do a big line. And I'd laugh. 
And no doubt, it, I was the same way at the end. Everything you laugh at, you become. You make fun of somebody, you're going to become ten times worse than that. You know, the Lord just humbles you. He he just, just smack, lets you, I guess the devil, he just turns you over to the devil and lets the devil have you. Um, And you get acting like I did. Um, yeah, I'm pretty emotional with this one. And um, I want to tell you all, if you're going through a custody battle, uh, hair tests are still hard to cheat, and especially if somebody doesn't know it's coming. Um. If you're in court and, and you have straightened out and you've you've gave your life to Jesus, um, and then you're and you're fighting a parent that's uh, your or your other your, your better half that you're you're going through, try to try to work it out and get with Jesus and and try to work the relationship out where you where you where, where your kid can have two parents. Um, now that's the best way. That's the Lord's plan. But if that don't work and you're a Christian now and um, kind of like my situation is or was, um. Just get up in front of the judge. Your attorney's not going to do it for you. You just have to get up in front of the judge and say, I want to take a hair test right now, Your Honor. We'll find out who's on drugs. Now, I've had people come to me and say, how'd you get custody of your kid? And I told them that. And I said, and, and I told them, I said, go to the judge and, and ask for a hair test. I said, you're clean, ain't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to do that. You know, I I don't want to do that. Well, that just tells me that they're not clean. You know, Everybody likes to go pointing fingers, and, and the judge knows when they when the hairs with it is the judge knows when a woman goes into court and she says the man's on drugs, the man says she's on drugs. The judge says both of y'all are on drugs. He believes both of you, and y'all there ain't no way to prove it. Now the hair test used to be the best. I don't. They, there's ways around it now to trick it if somebody's ready for it. It's pretty pretty complicated. Um, it can be done. Um, depends on where you pull the hair from. Um, there's other places. Don't if you do do a hair test on somebody, do not go for the head. Go underarms or some pubic hair, or something like that. Uh, if you think they're ready for it, but it's the fairest way. I want to see the kid go, just like the judge wants to see the kid go to the parent that isn't doing drugs. Period. The more stable household. Anybody on drugs, even a weekend warrior like I was, that's not a good place for a kid. You know, um, weekend warrior and, and being a dad ain't ain't good um of course i couldn't do weekends back when i was weekend warrior because i actually had custody of my kid on the weekends so like i worked 30 days i'd be gone for a long time then come home for like a month or so and um so like the weekdays would be my partying time and then my weekends when my kid would be my time off you know um but anyways um now a kid's gonna be better off in a in a lot better off with a parent that's not doing drugs um a lot better off um 100 percent better off um, so the judge is going to is going to okay the hair test. If he doesn't, um, there's something wrong with him. He doesn't care then. Um, and I'll tell any judge out there, you can tell him I said it. If they won't you know, let let you pull a hair test. Um, now, if you ask for a hair test, you, their attorney may come back, say they want you to do a, you know, a blood test or a urine. So be ready for that. Um, but um, now I'm just like, it's tough. It's like it's got me a little upset, you know, because the week before this, um, uh, a, f a gentleman died. He's part of the community. Again, I, I don't want to say too much, but um, I think it was an overdose. Just every every week, somebody's dying. Um, and so many times, it's people that have quit for a long time. And um, every time it's the same story. They, they're white knuckling it, and um. You're not, you don't, your willpower does not stand against, I'm strong will, but does not stand against the devil. And I was actually smart enough in my addiction that I, I knew, I knew that I wasn't strong enough to, to stand up against meth. I knew, 
I, I didn't think I'd ever going to quit it. I thought the only thing I could do was control it. Um, kind of like if you got a mad dog and he's out of control, you know, if you, you know, you can't do nothing with him other than put him on a large chain, he's going to break that. He's going to break that chain after a while. Um, so that's what kind of where I was at. Um, I was into making deals with the devil, you know, putting that demon on a chain. I guess that demon of meth belonged to the devil. So, I mean, I always, man, I tell you what, huh? y'all need to find Jesus. I don't know else how to say it. Um, I used to keep my podcast upbeat and, and not try to beat you over the head with Jesus, kind of like um, that preacher said at church the other day. He said, we don't we don't need to beat people over Jesus, in the head with Jesus. And, I, and he said, uh, do we? I said, yeah, we do. Um, you know, I wish somebody beat my beat me over the head with Jesus a long time ago, and I wouldn't have been on go through all that pain and suffering. But um, as I was saying, there ain't no drug story ends up good. They all end in death and destruction in prison terms. Every one of them, except for one. There's only one drug story that ends good. And that's when that drug addict finds Jesus Christ and they become a, the devil's worst nightmare. And and they go out there and they and they start taking they start preaching the gospel and they start telling people about Jesus and they start taking them people out there that are in the devil's draw uh, devil's devil's hands right there and, and about ready to go go down south for eternity. And you take them back and, and you you show them Jesus and you show them the glory of God and, and what living for Jesus is all about and the joy um that it brings to your life and the happiness and the contentness, um, uh, then then you have a happy ending. Um, so I want your I want your ending out there to end happy because y'all think about it. Just think. You tell me one person out there you know that's a long term drug addict or drinking that has a good life and their life is going good and it doesn't end up bad. Okay. Um, I even know people addicted to prescription pills that that end up having an awful death it takes a little longer but it does it it kills them um alcohol same thing their liver goes out or or, or even cigarettes you know but here's the thing if y'all smoke jesus loves you okay and don't worry about it just quit the dope quit the hard dope quit the you know and if you drink a few beers and smoke your lord's going to work on that get saved repent okay um the lord, the lord ain't looking for perfection when you come to him he's looking for he's wanting you to to change your life turn it around and when I became a Christian, it wasn't 100% perfect. I had a lot of flaws in my armor. Um, the one flaw I do not have is playing games with the devil and, and letting him tell me lies like one more or have a six-pack of beer. I don't put up with it from him. Um, but I did I did have flaws. I did, I did have – I mean, I went over it in this podcast a million times with you. Um, um, I had um, animosities. I had anger. Um, I had revenge. Um, a lot of things, you know, like that, um, self-righteousness, um, I was better than somebody, you know, things I'm still working on, you know, but, um, if, if you drink and smoke, it's just another sin. It ain't no different than sins I had, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to act like I'm a goody two shoes or I'm, I'm better than y'all. The Lord will, and you know what, when you become a Christian and after a while, I promise you, I promise you follow the word and the Lord will take that away from you and it'll be easy peasy. It won't be none of this. I quit smoking, so I gained 500 pounds, or, or uh, I quit drinking, so I took up marijuana. It ain't going to be none of that. It's just going to be cold turkey, and you're gonna, and it ain't going to bother you a bit, okay? Um, because Jesus is your best friend, okay? He, he once you, Jesus takes you by the hand, and and 
Man, I've seen people hooked on heroin, alcohol, and man, just one step it with Jesus. Just Jesus, Holy Spirit comes down on them, blows them, blows them out of the water, man. They just start bawling. Um, and they just turn their life around 180. They don't, it's the weirdest thing in the world. Cigarettes, alcohol, everything. Drop, drop. Don't even bother them. They just have a smile on their face. I've seen that. I've seen that several times in my life. And it's just a testimony to Jesus Christ and how great he is. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. This, I didn't read any Bible verses with you all this. You know, I tried to be a little bit more into the Bible. Um, just a lot on my mind today. Um, say, um, you know, I'm going through some family issues with them, um, but I don't think it's right to talk about it because um, it's kind of private. We got some family issues going on, some health issues with family members. Um, we love them. I'm praying for them, hoping everything's all right. Uh, uh, just um, you know, say a prayer for my family. Um, say a prayer for these people out there. You know, going through, um, you know, you know, trying to quit the dragon. You know, that's what they call heroin, meth, the dragon. It is the dragon, the serpent. Um, chasing the dragon uh, don't chase the devil and don't let the devil chase you just just bulldog it like grant did or, or not a one step back like joseph stalin said we're not taking you know that's what i try to tell y'all hold your ground like the disciples all in you're at the poker table you know all in throw, throw all your chips down in front of the devil you, you're you got jesus you got jesus backing you man you're on limited resources you got four aces uh full boat whatever he, he devil's got a Two of a kind, and they're both deuces. I mean, you know, they're both threes at best. All he's got is bluffing and lies and manipulation. But if you let him, if you let him lie to you and feed you one little sin, he will drag you back to that stake, and he will have you. <laughs> Whoo! I'm going to pray for y'all, and I'll pray for me. I'll pray for these people out there. God bless y'all, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Damascus Crossroads Podcast. If you like what you hear, follow us for more episodes. You can also visit our website by clicking the link in the description below. We'd like to thank Andrew Osinga for granting us permission to use his song The One True Thing on our podcast. If you haven't checked out his music, you're missing out on great praise and worship songs with uplifting messages. May God bless your day, your week, and keep you strong in your faith.